welcome to Maiden Speech. My name is Monica Ferguson, portrait photographer and self-love advocate from New Zealand. Each week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to uplift and empower you. Thanks for hanging out. Now let's get into it. Alrighty, Jade Scott in the house. Whoop, whoop. At long last. Oh my gosh, how long has this been coming for? Three think, months? Four yeah, months? About that. Ten years? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were always meant to be doing this, so... Well, obviously now is the right time, so that's good. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I um, Yeah, I feel like there's so much for us to cover. This will probably be one of those ones where it'll end up being like three parts. <laughs> I know. I know. Three, like, day-long parts yeah. or something. We'll actually just realise that we need to create a series. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, you heard it here first, folks. That will probably happen. So for those of you who don't know my fabulous friend Jade, we recently started a community group called the Self-Worth Tribe. Jade, do you want to chat a little bit about your background and how you kind of came to be interested in this sort of thing? Awesome, Yeah. So for me, with my, my background in hairdressing, I have come across so many women that have suffered with low self-esteem or low self-worth. But even before hairdressing, I was in makeup artistry. So all of these industries kind of appear quite superficial. Yeah. They, they look <laughs> like they're just dealing with surface value. But for me, I've always seen it as something so much more powerful. It's been able to take the the surface and to actually delve deeper. Yeah. And to work in with, particularly for me, working with women to help them see that they're valuable, important, worthy. Mm. And actually, in everything that I've ever done, it's always revolved around people. People are my drive, they're my why. Yeah. It's why I get out of bed in the morning. And so the Self-Worth Tribe, basically, you and I sat down and we Ranted. talked about yeah, <laughs> our frustrations yeah. around the fact that there's a massive gap at the moment. You know, When you look at what is available for women, yeah. in particular for women in social media, yeah. There's just, there's not much that offers true self-worth, true empowerment mm. really is the biggest thing. Yeah. And I know that that's quite a controversial thing to say because <laughs> there are a lot of things that are spoken around what self-love looks like. To me, it's more than an aesthetic. It's more than something that's really pretty for your Instagram. It's raw yeah. and actually quite often it's ugly yeah. as well. Yep. And for me, my one of my biggest passions is stripping everything back to getting it to the bare beauty. Yeah. You know, because that's that's where all of the grunt work happens, but it's also where the most beautiful things happen as well. Mm. And so so for me, that's a snippet of of my background into the self-worth tribe but yeah I definitely see this as something that's so powerful for for so many people you know self-worth is is not something that's limited to an age group or to a gender yeah either but if we can create a catalyst of change 
for women to realise actually they are incredible and that they are not just destined for great things, but that they are capable of them right now. Yes. Um, Preach. I love that. I want a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. So, you know, that's, that's something for me that I kind of look at what we are doing and going, actually, this could change this will change people's lives, but also it could change generations. Yeah. You know, that's that's kind of the thing. I don't want it to be limited yeah. to, to a box. And I know that we're both yeah. on the same page with that. Yeah, yeah. I love that about the generational thing because it, it sounds super bold, right, and big. But isn't that the point? What yeah. is the point in aiming small? Um, where our rent, you know, initially started yeah. was, was like looking at, at from the ground up ways that we could create and like impact change. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, like in my work as a photographer, that was one of the things that really hooked me into working with women as well, was that it was the mums coming in. Yes and feeling I'm too fat, I'm too old, my nose is wrong, can you make me look younger and skinnier and can you make me look pretty and da 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 da. Mm. And it's this real disconnect from exactly like you say, that who we actually are at the core mm. and also always looking outwards mm. for like what, so when you think you, you know, you lose 20 kgs and you think you're gonna feel good, no you won't. You could feel good right now, yeah. that's the thing. Absolutely, and actually on that note, I will never forget first pregnancy with Josiah and I I was young. Yeah. I was 17 when I found out that I was pregnant with Josiah. I was 18 when I had him. Yeah. And I gained, honestly, about 30 kgs in the pregnancy. Mm. Uh, I was someone that was quite petite beforehand. And there were comments that were made from actually people that I considered you know, uh, my very close circle, you know, people that I I trusted Mm. and that I looked to for support. And the comments were that basically, you know, like had I considered an eating disorder? Yeah, it was like, yeah, like it was brutal. Yeah, it was brutal. It was brutal. This person though, in saying that, I know that that came from just where they were in their life. Yeah. But the thing for me was, that that comment, which sounds awful, and don't get me wrong, absolutely hurt at that point in time. Yeah. Honestly, it actually created my outlook now. Yeah. Which is, you know what? I am the only me that I'll ever have that in years to come, I'm going to look back at myself and be proud. Yeah. And I'm never going to be able to take this moment back. So if I don't cherish the body that I have and for the wonderful gift that it's given me or the fact that it's brought me to this point in time, then I'll never be able to do it. And so at at that point, 30 kgs heavier than my my regular self, I chose to love myself. Like at that moment. And I had never, I don't know if I had ever actually grasp the idea of loving myself and it was yeah it was that point that I said you know what I I may not be as skinny as I used to be or or whatever it is Mm. but I am me and that is good yeah you know oh my gosh too many good quotes I am me and that is good that is awesome I yeah that's the thing right and this is exactly where I went with 
photography was that what I was seeing was the exact opposite of that. Mm. But then these incredible women would tell me about their kids. And I'm like, yeah. okay, but you're taking this back to your house and showing your daughters yeah. and even your sons what is acceptable, what is normal. That's a problem, actually. Yeah. And so it's like, well, we can, but if we can impact people where they are now, and literally it's a mindset thing, right? That is the only difference between feeling good or not feeling good, actually. Yeah. Nothing external. Losing 30 kgs. If, you, if you're not happy with yourself, the weight is irrelevant. Yeah. How you look is irrelevant. The money is irrelevant. The success, all these things that we think are going to bring us some sort of happiness. They don't matter. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, with, with having this ideal perception of ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know, it's never going to be attainable. Yeah. So unless we actually see ourselves as, badass life changes and that we are capable of anything we actually set our mind to nothing will ever nothing will ever be enough you know if I lost all this weight or if I gained this particular title or success or if I learned this skill it's still not going to be enough because I I haven't learned to accept myself in the process, mm. you know? And so for me in the place that I'm at, you know, and I've had I've had some really incredible experiences, you know, and I've I've been honored to to take away some incredible titles within the industry that I'm in, which don't get me wrong, is amazing and a massive privilege, mm. but I didn't do it for the title. Yeah. And <laughs> and actually in the experiences that I've had, it's always been about having a bigger reach. Yeah. That's, that's, in fact, that's a lot of what I strive for yeah. is maximum impact. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I would work really hard to, to gain experience, to be able to take away these titles, but not for the title itself, for the experience and yeah. the potential that it would come with. Yeah. And so for me, and I know that you're like-minded, in the sense that you really want to have a maximum impact wherever you go. And so that's what I'm looking to do as well. Yeah. You know. I love that so much. And I think one of the big things about you is that when you say like that you're not interested in those things, it's so true because I know how you show up for your clients constantly. And I feel like that's why you've had the success though. It's that it's that coming from that place of how can I serve? How can I love? How yeah. can I make people feel good? How can I help someone else reconnect to their inner beauty slash magic slash self-worth slash power slash whatever? You I know? love that. Just, yes. But that's that's the thing, right? And that's why, because you you never come from ego. And that is why this is coming to you, This these incredible things. And you've just downplayed it something chronic, but, you know. <laughs> I, I think, I think, I mean, it's really... It's a lot easier to talk about someone else than it is to talk about yourself. But uh-huh. I think as well, you know, you nailed it when you when you mentioned about serving. I think for me, I I love people, but I, I absolutely love being able to show them what I can see. Yeah. You know, and I had this 
incredible opportunity to go into the Arahata Women's Prison uh, for their careers expo. And honestly, I feel like it changed my life maybe even more than what it changed <laughs> theirs. Because for me, being able to, to have this conversation with these women yeah. around the ideals that they thought that they had for themselves, but actually they, they thought that they had amounted to, to not much. Yeah. And they didn't realise that they had any potential after they get out of prison. Mm. You know, talking to these women about saying, you know what, you have got so much ahead of you mm. and even though you're limited right now, your mind, your passion, your heart isn't. Yeah. And honestly, like, it has made me so much hungrier to reach out to all of those that feel like they are less than. Mm. That's, yeah. Do you think that part of our culture, like, we have so much weight and pressure on what we achieve? And so if you feel like, is it like, do you think that if, if people have made mistakes, they think, oh, I'm done. Yeah. I think that's it. Like, that was my shot. I ruined it. Yeah, I think everyone's really black and white, yeah. you know. Um, I I mm. constantly talk about the fact that I live in the grey, you know. Yeah. Um, because, you know, to me it's it's not it's not black and white. Life isn't black and white. And for a lot of people they feel like they're a write-off, whether or not mm. it's because they didn't get the grades that they wanted to, whether or not it's because... Maybe they wanted to be married with kids at a certain age and that hasn't happened. Or, or maybe, like for me, I was, I'm New Zealand Māori. I was born to a solo mum. I became a solo mum as a teenager. Yeah. I had to decide that I was more than the statistics that are in black and white. Yeah. That actually I, I could be anything that I wanted to be. Yeah. And part of becoming a mum and I actually feel like that's a massive part of what makes me who I am Mm -hmm. and the reason for it is because it actually it means that I have to live out the standard that I want for my kids as well so there are constant there are constant feedback a constant mirror of where I'm at and so you know, it's really important for me that I live and breathe what I want for my kids. And part of that is so that there is true self-worth, mm-hmm. that there is courage, that there is strength, and that there is joy, you know? Um, yeah. We've got to have fun along the way. Yeah. And I think living outside of the black and white definitely is where that comes from as well yeah I um I think for me with having the experience that I had I really struggled initially especially as a teenager I really struggled with being boxed in Mm. and feeling like feeling like I was called for something big yeah but looking around me and seeing everything is small Oh, I love that. I totally identify yeah. with that. Yeah. And and I think mm. that's that's what I that's what I could see in these women in, in the women's prison. It's what I can see in my clients, yeah. you know, it's the it's this desire for so much more without 
seeing anything in your current reality that supports it and and actually that's what we that's what we're here to change yeah you know a hundred percent yeah i love that so much because i oh everything you're saying i'm like we're basically the same person right (laughs) for everyone listening they should know that the conversations we have are hilarious we're one of us and even on a phone we could be hours apart one of us it's like that um bananas and pajamas you know it's like what are you thinking b1 Yes. And we literally have the same thoughts. I'm like, honestly, you can just talk for the next half an hour. I'm like, this is amazing. Um, but that thing about, and I just realized this is, um, we share the same superpower. So on last week's podcast, Martine asked me, what is my superpower? And I talked about being able to see people, being able to see through. And I feel like, exactly like you said before, though, with our professions, it's very easy for people to think that it's very external and superficial. Mm. Um, and it's really not. And depending on the sort of client or the sort of person that you're talking to, I can talk a lot about like spirituality because it is, it's a very intimate Mm. experience where you are literally looking within someone and we have the ability to see people and to see who they actually are under all the stuff, under all the weight of their own beliefs and things like that. Absolutely. That we all, you know, to a point carry, but sometimes I think people lose sight so much of, who they actually are and what they're here for yeah and what they're capable of as well and I've talked so much about that like that my mission is reminding people that where they're at now who they are now is more than good enough yes because you know even like all these I love these all these sayings when people go oh it's okay to ask for help it's okay it's not okay it's awesome like okay is such a like a neutral word you know like it's okay no it's incredible to ask for help. Same word as, like, fine. Oh, yeah. don't even get me started. <laughs> don't even get me started. Yeah. Yes. So, okay, so self-worth, what is it to you then? It is... That is a really good question. Yeah. Like, thinking about what you were saying before about social media and, you know, pretty pictures and stuff and how it's more it's, than that. It's the belief that carries you from today to tomorrow. It is what helps you push outside of your current. It is what helps you unleash out of the box. Self-worth is acknowledging the journey that you've had and saying that who you are right now is more than enough. It's, I think it should be everyone's superpower. Yeah. And drop the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And I so want us to chat about this. Self-worth in terms of, yeah, not the fluffy, pretty stuff. Mm -hmm. Because this is actually a real pet peeve of mine, where you're constantly seeing online, like, the... um, yeah, the pretty, oh, self-love, it's a bubble bath. And, you know, sometimes it could be a bubble yeah, bath. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It could be a bubble yeah. bath, but it's absolutely not limited to. That's it. And and like I had mentioned before about scrapping past the surface mm. and getting to the raw, like, quite often it's not pretty. Yeah. It's it's something that that goes beyond... An aesthetic. Yep. It's 
something that is really hard to wrestle with. And the reason that I use wrestle is because that's what it is. Yeah. You know, it's a real yeah. fight to actually understand your worth. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different components to it, but you know, yeah. there's understanding it, there's valuing it, there's actually living it out, yeah. you know, and all of those take wrestling yeah. with yourself. Yeah be able to get to yeah that's it so much mental stuff too and I think that's one of the biggest things is like for me anyway talking about self-worth in terms of loving yourself enough to actually confront these things yes to push yourself to challenge and like we were just talking about before loving yourself enough to or understanding your worth enough that when someone treats you badly mm-hmm. you have the strength and the, the courage to walk away from that. Yeah. Or to actually, and not necessarily to walk away, sometimes that might be the right thing, but other times it's to actually call stuff out. Yeah. Instead of being agreeable and pleasant, and it's not, we're not talking about, you know, <laughs> trashing someone's house, but to actually love yourself enough to set clearly, these are my expectations, these are my boundaries, this is how I expect to be treated, because you know that you deserve it. Mm. And I think as well, you know, uh, uh, You've kind of brought something up, almost aligning with the word amiable, right? Yeah. Which is something that I feel a lot of girls in particular have been taught over generations to behave a certain way, which is basically to be quiet and to be pretty. Yeah. And oh, ain't that the truth? And, <laughs> and actually, when I was pregnant with Harper Rose, and I can't even remember who it was, but somebody had mentioned to me when they found out that I was having a girl, oh, you'll notice a difference that she will be really sweet and really gentle. And I remember <laughs> thinking, those are not characteristics that I want to define my daughter. Yeah. I I remember that I literally got a printing of a Shakespearean <laughs> quote uh, of though she be little she be fierce. Yeah. You know, because actually <laughs> and oh my god is she fierce. She is fierce. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I for me I think we've had so many generations of of leadership tell us how to be, and it's not about creating anarchy, but it's actually, you know what? We are not limited or confined to quiet and pretty. We are so, so much more than that. And I feel like this is our chance to let it roar, you know? Yeah. Which I love that you've touched on because I feel like, you know, stereotypes... Although we understand that stereotypes don't necessarily create the mold for us, mm. how many of us are stepping outside of it? You know, how, how many of us have had the key to the lock and chain? Mm-hmm. And, and this is what excites me because I kind of go, you know what? You ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that. I think that's a quality that both of us have, which is probably why we're drawn together. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, oh, that's so good about what you were just saying about... Yeah, we are. We're taught to be agreeable and Mm. 
feminine and it's like yeah. but aren't we redefining what that actually means because i feel like yeah the thing of women being strong is mm. absolutely becoming a thing now yeah but actually okay strength is awesome but for what purpose yeah i guess that's what i'm always coming back to like what is the reason like what is it that you actually want to do and I feel like it, it comes back to self-worth at that point because Absolutely. knowing that you're worthy, knowing, it, like, it gives you the confidence to then even ask yourself the questions. Well, what is it that I want to do? Because most people, if you say to them, because I do, I freak people out all the time. Like, <laughs> tell me your life goals. Tell me your dreams. And they're like, ugh, like, I just want to pay my mortgage, you know, like, get this freaky girl away from me. But, like, if you actually dig deep within yourself and, yeah. and ask yourself, what is it? I mean, my massive vision is huge, massive, massive, massive. I love it. But a lot of people wouldn't even allow themselves to go there because they don't see how it's going to happen or they don't think that they are good enough or they are smart enough or talented enough or pretty enough or that anyone would be interested in them. Yes. And I feel like this, even for us starting the tribe, has been something that we've both had to work through. And this is the joy of the creating a space like this is that we have to do it first. Yeah. So it's great for our personal development. But I know that, and we've talked about this with some of our some of our tribe members, is just the, the epic fear required mm-hmm. and courage literally to share and reveal certain things about ourselves with social media and whoever's listening mm. things that previously have brought us a lot of shame we're war- we've had to deal with how we'll be perceived by others and and also like for me that it was really interesting to see the sort of things that were coming up in me mm. when we started sharing this stuff and yeah. the thing was weak 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 which yeah. is so funny we've just been talking about strength but it was that people would think I'm weak people think I'm weak I'm weak I'm weak and it's interesting because you know whenever I think whenever we look outwards at someone else and go oh they're thinking this they're not that's what we think I think I'm obviously weak I don't think that but at that time obviously that's my fear coming up yeah absolutely yeah but do you know the the interesting thing is and I've had you know, many comments over the years about people saying, oh, you know, like, I envy your confidence. And I'm like, yeah. you know, what? <laughs> what is really interesting about being someone that is vocal and that has a strong personality is actually, it's really easy for that to become the mask mm-hmm. as well. As that, yes. it's actually, you know, sometimes it's easier to live in that, in that moment of, the hype around being strong and what we perceive as being strong. Sorry. Mm-hmm. What we perceive as being strong. Yeah. And yet, actually, real strength is scrapping all of those things, all of the stuff, mm. and actually being real. Yeah. And I think that that's been kind of the biggest thing for me is actually, I'm, you've, brought up imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. it's really hard it's really hard to kind of go okay I'm gonna put myself out there okay am I even what I what I believe myself to be am is everyone else gonna see what what I'm trying to do or is everyone just gonna see me as this big giant imposter and and then I'm gonna be whether or not it's the laughing stock, whether or not you're just, I don't know, it's, it's almost this thing of 
maybe a, a fear of rejection or a fear of failure or a fear of not being loved mm. you know it's this crazy thing that coming forward and putting part of my story out has been a massive learning experience for <laughs> myself a massive learning experience for myself and actually you know I after posting part of my story to social media it's like what do I do straight away? Like I reach to, to those that I, that are part of my core circle. Cause I'm like freaking out, <laughs> yeah. freaking out. <laughs> What's interesting is that we, we do need to reach out to our tribe, which is awesome. But I also wonder whether or not it'll, we'll be able to lean on ourselves as well to actually go, you know what, what I'm dealing with right now is crazy yeah um and scary but i've got this yeah you know um that's definitely something that i am obviously still working on but yeah Mm. it's it's amazing leading the way because even even us having this conversation even us who people may be able to look from the outside and kind of go you know those are two pretty strong women in terms of our personalities, in terms mm-hmm. of being able to voice whatever we may be thinking. But actually, we find it all scary too. Yeah. And and that's okay. Yeah. Oh, and this, I have to jump in here. In the weekend, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who was telling me about, she's always got business ideas, right? She's a little entrepreneur at heart. She always has ideas. And she was like, she was saying how, oh, but it's too scary. It's too scary. It's too scary. Yeah. She didn't say these exact words, but this is what she meant, right? It's easy for you, and that's why you do it, but it's hard for me, and that's why I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, let me just dispel a few myths here. And, like, last, last week, I had a – I was speaking to, like, 30 women, and it was my first – it was, like, an hour workshop. I was freaking out, man. (laughs) I woke up, cried that morning, just went through all the reasons why I'm, like – no one's going to care. I don't know enough. I'm not technical enough. I'm not this, yeah. this, and this. What if I can't hold their attention? All these things. And I was tired already. I've been working so hard. An absolute mess all day. Shaking, crying, freaking out. And it's like, I was saying to her, you know, and I actually wrote a post about this online as well. Like, you cannot look in from the outside at someone's Facebook page and assume things. Yeah. I'm not going to put a crying photo of me on Facebook but I will talk about it in these sorts of places because it's important that people understand just because you do something or just because you appear a certain way does not mean... And do (laughs) do you know how awesome it would be if we could have snapshots like that out? You know, I... Yeah. To be honest, I'm not much of a a selfie taker. But do you know what I would love? Mm. Is to actually show the reality. To show... The chaos of a home with three kids, you know, to basically reveal that I'm not any different to anyone else in the sense that we're all human and that we all have fears, that we all have our strengths, that we all have our weaknesses and that honestly, no one's got it all together. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> but that, but that, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. 
because we all are so busy making our Instagram and our Facebook so curated as our storefront. Mm-hmm. Well, what are we trying to sell? Yeah. You know, is it is it the perfect lives that we're all trying to sell each other? Because we all know that our lives aren't perfect. Mm-hmm. So how about we kind of, instead of putting it all as as perfection I guess redefining what the word perfection even means yeah you know I think that that would be a crazy awesome way of starting the conversation around self-worth as well Mm. you know because if we don't have self-worth I feel like it's only the ideal of perfection that would prevent prevent the conversation starting yeah 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 totally yeah Oh, we could go off on a tangent here. I know. <laughs> start ranting. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think as well, you know, I want to give and, and to empower everyone to be able to see actually my life and where it is, my career and where it is, my, my everything external and where it is mm. doesn't define me Mm -hmm. and it doesn't define where I'm going either yeah and I think for for what we're doing it's really unlocking unlocking maybe some of the cages it might be around in your mindsets it could be you know things that are within your career but Mm. I think it's really encouraging to see the responses that we've had and, and the messages that we've had to say Oh my gosh, for instance, I had someone who is an absolute beautiful soul. She has got this pretty big following on fa- on Facebook and on Instagram. And she messaged me the stunning photo of her. And I all I saw was a stunning photo. And she said, just letting you know that our conversations and the things that I've been listening to in mm. regards to the self-worth tribe, I've just posted my first ever makeup-free selfie. Wow. And it's like, you know what? For her, that was absolutely massive. In fact, for a lot of people, that would be massive. Yeah. But how awesome is it that what we're doing isn't just a conversation, but that it's actually creating change yeah. in these people's lives. Like, that just so blows awesome. my mind. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's the power too. And so... For those of you who don't know what the self-worth tribe is tribe tribe is all about, we have just created monthly meetups. And the power in that room mm. and the power of being in a position where you're surrounded by a woman who all have your back, who mm. listen to you, who value what you think and what you say and where you're at, but also where there is no expectation that you have to show up as your social media persona. Yes. You show up as you are. And we all just revealed and shared all the things that we're all struggling with. And it is so powerful. Honestly, the last one I walked out of there and I was like, <sighs> like, honestly, I, I felt like, ah, oh, I've, I've, I've got this. Mm. Like, I am human just like everyone else. And all of us are struggling with stuff. And that is what unites us. That's yeah. what connects us. And it, but, but it's because we've got now social media getting in the way where we do want to present ourselves as more successful or that we're happy or for, for whatever reason, it serves us to have other people think that mm. we're 
doing better than maybe we are it's like it doesn't work it's not useful but if we can all just show up and be however we are and know that that's more than good enough yeah absolutely then things change (laughs) absolutely and I think as well you know with it you know we've talked about how social media I guess in a way creates unrealistic expectations you know but the thing is social media is an incredible tool an incredible tool that that speaks messages at loud volumes. Yeah. Which if we can if we can take the time to really think about what we actually truly want to speak mm-hmm. and use social media as that tool. Yeah. How much different would it really be? Yeah. You know? That's it. We can have massive impact. Yeah. Goes back to the, to the, our big goal. Massive impact Absolutely. and massive connection. And if we can use it as a way of, yeah, speaking the truth and making these things okay, making it okay to be where you are, making it okay, there's my, making it awesome, <laughs> making yeah. it awesome to be where you are, then, yeah. <laughs> I think when we say okay, though, what we really mean with that word is acceptance. Yes, yes. You know, and acceptance is not a small word yeah it's it's a word that means that there'll be a struggle uh but in the end Mm. there'll be something truly rewarding as well totally yes love that all right my friend we're out of time already how did that happen I can't even believe that. Honestly, this happens every time we chat. This is part one of many, many podcasts. But thank you so much for being here and for, for sharing and me. for being the epic light in the world that you are. Oh, likewise. <laughs> likewise. All right. I will catch you soon.